morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real. It's your girl, Marlena. I'm here today. I actually have three lovely ladies with me today. I've, of course, my co-host, Felicia. Hey, everybody. Uh, and today, we actually have a very special episode. Uh, this is our very first listener episode. So we've been trying to do this for a while. We wanted to start bringing people who actually listen to the podcast onto the podcast just to share their stories and um, you know, whatever else. And if they want to ask us questions, um, yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, so first up we have Joe Dean. So I will let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm so excited to be on the podcast. So I've been listening since day one. Oh, um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been a stand of Marlena's forever. Um, or at least it feels like forever, but it's been at least three years. Um, I would say, um, and I'm born and raised in Chicago, but currently living in Cleveland, Ohio. And I've been on a weight loss journey since I was 18 and I'm 39. Wow. That's awesome. So where are you at currently in your journey? I am basically in the midst of restarting, um, and it's going well and I've changed my perspective so um, you'll hear a little bit about all of the different weight loss um, like programs I've been a part of, like everyone you can think of. And they've all failed because they're not sustainable. So I've just been working on a more sustainable lifestyle and um, making sure that I get exercise in regularly. And by regularly, I mean at least four to five times a week. And that's when I see results. Awesome. Awesome. And then we also have Elizabeth here today. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Uh, I'm also born and raised um, in Chicago, just like Jodine. Uh, I still live here in Chicago um, as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been following Marlena for, I would say a little, it's been a little over a year um, on Instagram, just having created um, an account and kind of wanting that wellness and health support uh, community, which I think a lot of us um, on Instagram look for. So i um, super excited to be here and talking with Felicia and with Jodine and with Marlena and just kind of going through everything. Um, and I think, yeah, like we said, um, health is the thing that kind of is the intertwined between all of us. And um, I've been on a weight loss and health and wellness journey since I was 20. I'm 31 now. I'm about to turn 32. Um, and that has been for me primarily focused around the Weight Watchers or WW program. Um, although recently I've very recently switched to calorie counting. So that's kind of an interesting, I'm in an interesting place as well um, with my weight loss journey and definitely 
somewhere in the middle of the process, um, not where I was, but maybe not where I want to be entirely. But um, I've, I've had a lot of, a lot of shifts and transitions, I would say over the last couple of years, for sure. So I'm excited to kind of chat through all of that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we've all done WW, right? Uh (laughs) All right. (laughs) So let's start there. Uh, So how how were you guys introduced to WW and like, how did that work for you? Like Elizabeth, I know you said you were on it. Like that's pretty much the majority of you, like your weight loss journey, right? As you've been doing WW. So how did you discover the program? Um, My parents actually both have been on and off the program since I was a kid. So it was something that I was kind of like always um, digesting one way or another. And I think in the back of my mind, um, I would see them go to meetings. I would, you know, I mean, they literally were doing it back in the nineties or early two thousands when you had like the paper slider, um, that would, you know, you would look at how many calories something was and you'd slide it through and it would like show you how many points it would be. Um, so definitely like in a strange way, I think like a lifer (laughs) with (laughs) WW, which is, you know, you can take that for what it is. Um, I have a lot of history and a lot of baggage with the program, with the company. Um, and you know, when I was a, a college student, so I was about, yeah, I was, had just turned 20. Um, I really just like wanted to focus on myself, focus on my health. I think at the time for me, really, it was very vanity based. Like I wanted to be smaller. I wanted to be skinnier. I wanted to be hotter, whatever it was that I had these insecurities and, and things in my mind about uh, my own self-confidence. So um, Weight Watchers was kind of like the natural place for me to go because I had seen my parents use it so many times. So we actually joined as a family back then. I still lived at home with my parents. Um, we all did it for years. Uh, and over about three years of being on the program at that time, between 20 and 23, I lost 25 pounds um, and really just kind of like I mean, I did it a very, very slow way. It would be like, I'd lose, I lost like 15 pounds at the beginning, the first couple of months, and then kind of like maintain that gained a couple pounds back, whatever. Then a year later would like recommit and like get really excited about it. Lost another five pounds, like, you know, and it just, it, it took a while. Um, and I think I, I had a pretty good handle on it, but I definitely didn't have, um, just like the experience, the knowledge, the self-confidence. I wasn't in therapy at the time. I was super young. Like I had so much to learn. Um, And over the years between, so that was probably around 2013 when I kind of stopped um, following the program. And I was going to meetings at the time. Um, And at that point, then I, over the years between 2013 and probably 2018, um, gained those 25 pounds back and then some. Um, but then really like the, it's, it's really interesting because where I'm at now, I'm about 20 pounds down from my highest weight. Um, but I'm still heavier than my start weight when I walked into Weight Watchers the first day in 2010, whenever that was when I was 20 years old. But I feel so much different now than I did back then. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think that probably resonates with a lot of people. Right. And especially for women, like as we get older, like it's normal for our bodies to change and it's wild how many of us like chase a body or a number that we had when we were literally children. Right. (laughs) 
Um, so I'm really happy to hear that you're like, it's, it seems like you've really grown into like, um, more of your self-confidence and just kind of acceptance. And that's amazing. We love to see it. Um, Jodine, how about you? How, how were you introduced to WW? I was introduced through my sister. Um, and I did want to make a note that isn't it so interesting that those of us who are been on weight loss journeys or on weight loss journeys, like we can pinpoint exact dates, like in February of, (laughs) you know, and it was 37 pounds I lost. And then I gained uh, 23 and like, literally it's so interesting to see how much, um, we've been battling, you know, with this idea of creating a sustainable weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started WW back in ooh, 2001. And um, my sister had that same slider card. That's why I was laughing because I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I remember the slider card. Um, and, you know, I gained, you know, I was in college. I was, you know, I gained the freshman instead of 15, I gained 30. Um, lost that right away because I was, I mean, I was young. I was 20 years old, 21, you know? Um, and from there on out, like every couple of years, it would be an up, down, up, down of 20, 30 pounds. Um, and then I moved here to Cleveland, um, in 2010 and got married in 2011. And by 2013, I was up like, hmm, 40, 50 pounds, Um, and then from there, it was kind of like, uh, okay, well, let me reintroduce myself to Weight Watchers. Oh, let me get to the new program. Oh, the program changed. It's going to be better now. Um, and when that wouldn't work, I would do keto or I would do low carb. So Atkins, I did Duke in diet. I did South beach. I mean, I pretty much, the, I, I went as short, I stopped at the cayenne pepper diet. (laughs) I was like, okay, I can't do that. We've heard about some pretty crazy diets on yeah, this show, have. having people on here. So is that like, what are, what are the, like the craziest diets you guys have tried? Uh, I think South Beach is pretty intense. So what, what is that? Like, I think I've heard of it, but I have no idea like what it entails. It's low carb. So it's kind of like a, a mix between keto and low carb or Atkins in that it's, um, you know, you can eat cheese, you can eat burgers, you can eat bacon, you can eat any kind of meat, any kind of protein, um, animal protein. And then you have to completely cut off fruit. So for the first two weeks, so is this where like the fruit is bad idea came from? I am not fat because I eat too much fruit. I'll tell you that. Uh, No problem. I'm like, (laughs) they were like, if you want to get into this weight loss mode, you got to cut off. Yeah. It's the no sugar (laughs) mode. It's the that's totally crazy. that is not sustainable for most people <laughs> oh no no but just listening to you talk like or Marlene and I've talked it's like it's usually not about the food I mean the diet no. isn't usually the issue I mean I think for some people just learning how to be healthier and how to have a balance is yeah. what Weight Watchers I think brought to the table at least for me that you can have pizza and have a cheeseburger and you can still have a sustainable you can still have a healthy weight that it doesn't have to be this all or nothing kind of thing. I mean, I think that's what I took from Weight Watchers. Like that was what I took from it. But I definitely think when you're doing every diet and you're going up and down, it's because there's something else there, you know, that needs to be managed and looked at and talked about and dealt with. And then the weight 
will come off yeah. with it kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, sure. bring the whole person to work. Well, you bring that whole person to whatever you're doing, you know, and it includes yeah. weight loss. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Elizabeth, you mentioned that you um, started therapy and we talk about therapy all the time all on the, the time. show. Um, so what kind of, what helped you really realize that that's kind of more so what you needed to work on? At the time I was in a relationship that had really just started. And I think it's really interesting looking back now because I ended up um, staying in that relationship for almost six years. So it was a really long-term relationship, a majority of my twenties. But we had been together for maybe about six months and I could just tell, I think within the relationship that there was something off that like I wanted to give more and that there was like a disconnect, I think with my mental health, obviously. And I had been in and out of therapy as a child and my parents had been in therapy my whole life. So it wasn't something that was too taboo for me personally. And I just, I mean, I, I just had this moment of wanting to, to work on myself and to be a better version of myself. Um, and the interesting thing is being in therapy really was um, because of that relationship, I, it took me six years. Um, but really like that relationship was a big central problem with my weight, my weight, my weight loss, my weight management, my self-confidence, like all of it. Um, so it's really interesting to look back on it and think like, I was really only six months into that relationship when I kind of was like, I want to start therapy. And then it still took me (laughs) like five plus years (laughs) to, you know, I, my poor therapist, like I really just must've gone in circles. And I mean, we, my relationship was on again, off again. And, you know, I would, I would leave and then I would go back. And my poor therapist was just like, she would put up with me and just wait for it to be that one time when it finally stuck. Um, so yeah, it really was just, um, I think just wanting to work on myself and, and knowing that there was something there that, um, that I could work on. And back to the, the conversation about the different diets, it's really interesting because I've, um, I've only done Weight Watchers. It's the only thing I've ever done. Um, but still, still there's that, like Felicia, like you were saying, there's that sticking point of like, it's not about the food. Like there's something else going on. Um, because I would, you know, do Weight Watchers, commit to it and then fall, fall off and, you know, whatever, like, and especially during my relationship that, um, I mean, there's so many other things going on, but that was really the point when we started dating was kind of when I stopped, stopped going to meetings, stopped or workshops and um, stopped really tracking. And then, I mean, my self-confidence just took a total plummet, like in that relationship. And I didn't think that I was, you know, worthy at all to take care of myself. Um, and that was, I mean, I ended up gaining, I think like 50 pounds throughout that relationship. And it took me a couple of years after I, I ended that relationship to really focus on my, and I was in therapy the whole time, <laughs> but really like took, it took me a couple of years to focus back on myself, really like learn who I was as an individual again. And then that was when I was finally able to, um, focus back again on my health and my wellness. Yeah. Um, so it took, it took me a while for sure. It was about, about two years of being single before I was able to like, okay, now I'm going to get back on this. Now I'm, now it's about me again. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that you shared that because I think people expect, especially with therapy, right? Like I think people 
with everything. Like people want a quick fix. Everybody just wants to like do something once and it solves all my problems. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like it, years, right. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of hard work and, and a lot of baby steps. I'm sure it wasn't just like, it's not just full throttle, straightforward all the time. Right. Like nothing about any of this journey, anybody's journey, um, is going to be linear. Like it's, it's very complex. So, um, thank you for sharing that because, um, so yeah, Yeah. I think so many people like they hear therapy and they're like, Oh, I'll just go to a few sessions and then I'll be like, all good. And it's like, no, no. (laughs) it's something you're going to have to do probably forever. For me, I feel like it's, you know, I'm really aware now, maybe more than before, but I still self-sabotage. I still, you know what I mean? (laughs) I still, and like, I catch it before 30 pounds comes on. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I do, but it still happens and I'm still aware of it. And it's just learning how to be aware of it. And what's like, okay, why is it happening? What's happening in my life? I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I'm pissed at my husband, whatever it is. You know what I mean? I'm feeling bad about myself, whatever it is. Now I can kind of stop and sort of see it, but it doesn't mean that I still don't emotionally eat, use food to self-medicate. You know what I mean? Because that's what we're doing. Just, we don't know how to do anything else. And so hopefully the therapy at least helps you recognize that, but it's not a, it doesn't fix it a hundred percent. You know what I mean? And it's a long, I still dealing with it. We'll probably deal with it for the rest of my, my life. You know, hopefully just, you won't be able to see it as much as before you can see it. You know, I wore it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot and I more that you said that it's something that is lifelong mm-hmm. um, that emotional eating is a part of you know what you struggle with and right. sometimes you're really strong and you're able to overcome it and sometimes it overcomes you um, and it doesn't have to be forever and I feel like that's a recent epiphany I've had um, you know I've I don't know when I started to emotionally eat Um, but I did recognize a time and I think I shared it with Marlena probably a few months ago, like she mentioned something about eating and feelings. And I was like, you know what? I, and childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember when my mom and my stepdad would get into arguments, I would starve myself as a coping mechanism to deal with the anxiety I was having of hearing them argue. And I never thought of it as like something that would affect me in any way, but here I am as an adult. And now I've turned to the other side of it, which is emotionally eating. So either way it's emotional, um, but one was purging and restricting and the other one's binging and overeating. Um, And I've realized that a lot of that emotional eating comes from me continuously putting other people first. I have a real tendency to want to be a people pleaser. I want to keep everyone happy, boyfriend, husband, friends, family, everyone. But in that process, I put myself to the side as if I don't exist, as if I don't have needs, as if I don't have you know requirements to like be healthy. Um, and finally, like looking at myself and I've been in therapy on and off for a long time. Um, my mom passed away in 2008 and that was like a major um, milestone for me. And it, you know, thank God I was in therapy because it helped me identify the things that I was dealing with while I was going through that healing process. Um, but, you know, it's good that I finally have gotten to a point where I'm like, oh, 
I'm doing this out of anxiety. I'm doing this out of, out of fear. Um, I'm doing this out of sadness. And it's been great to finally feel in control of myself to be able to stop it at that time. And like you said, it's not going to be a life, you know, it's going to be a lifelong struggle. Um, but it is great once you get to that point where you realize like, oop, this is what I'm doing. This is not healthy. Let me just take a step back. Yeah. I'll say sometimes I mean, for me, I do it on per I allow myself to emotionally. Yeah. It's not always a bad thing. Like sometimes mm -hmm. it's also okay to give yourself permission to be like, I'm eating the pizza. I don't care. I'm not hungry, <laughs> but it sounds good. I'm going to watch a movie well, I mean, and pizza I and I don't care. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's okay. And not to feel bad about it, you know? Yeah. I think it's silly that people, I mean, this is my personal belief that people try to relegate food to this food is fuel. I mean, that I mentality is like, I'm food is not off. just it's so fuel. Like it. it's so much yeah. more than fuel. <laughs> I mean, to think that like, we don't connect emotionally over food or we don't use it as a way to relate to other people okay. or to come together in community, please. like, come on. Right. It's like, food cannot, it's not one or the other. It's, it's, it's a lot of different things and that's right. okay. I mean, we can live in the nuance of food being more than just nutrients like, right it yeah. Come and on now. culturally I mean like for me when you talk like, about remembering your emotional connection culturally I mean my I have a my grandma's from Italy my grandpa's Mexican like food is everything in my family and I remember that was my emotional connection it wasn't so much that it was negative it was love it was you know every time something happens you eat you know what I mean like and I know Marlena you can relate to that too with family you go oh, yeah you, you go to your parents house you're and they cook and oh it yeah was, that's that's how we show love you right you hungry so, <laughs> yeah so question, from a you're really young age to like to me like that was how you dealt with oh you had a bad day you, here's some food you had a good day here's some food like <laughs> every, like everything was food 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 so that's kind of for me as a little kid that was my emotional connection started with just every single thing good bad ugly happy sad was food yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that as you get older, yeah, like we talked to Kat on the show and she talked about like parenting yourself too. Right. And like, mm -hmm. you really like, it sounds like you're both just talk, like talking about that self-awareness piece. Like when that clicks, like, no, it's not a fix all. Like, like you're not just like perfect and never going to make mistakes, but, um, it's just become so much easier to recognize why and, yes. and, you know, and to figure out what's next and to keep moving forward. Right. Um, I'm happy that you said that Marlena, cause I was literally going to say, I think so many people look to therapy as they think it's going to fix all their problems or solve all their problems. And in reality, nothing is going to fix or solve all of your problems, but therapy hopefully is going to give you the coping skills the, the skills and mechanisms to help you work on your self-awareness. And Felicia, like you said, the more self-awareness that you have, you can recognize when you're in a situation, mm, this is probably stemming from here, or mm -hmm. I'm feeling this way. And, and that feeling is valid. And I think that it's because of X, Y, Z, you know, you have so much more ability to kind of catch yourself in those moments, feel it. And also like, help yourself through it. Like you said, it is a lot, it's a lot of parenting, parenting yourself and, and coddling yourself a little bit and allowing yourself to have those feelings and then figure out what do I do with them? You know, not that feelings have to be productive. They don't, but uh, <laughs> not at all, but you know, you just have, there's, there's so much power in that self-awareness that comes yeah. with it. And really that's, that's 
all that it is. I mean, therapy is never going to make everything go away. You're just going to learn how to deal with it a little bit better. And for some people, <laughs> exactly. it's, a soft, it's a safe place to just talk to someone. I mean, some yeah. people are not, don't have a comfort level to share what they're dealing with, their emotions, or to be vulnerable to their friends or loved ones. So for some people, just having someone to talk to changes the game. You know what I mean? Like for, for people, it just, you get it out and that just helps you go through your day. I think a lot better sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tool, right? Just like WW, yep. it's a tool. tool. I hate when people, um, you know, act, be all. Yeah, like, <laughs> act like, 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 okay. Like, yeah, I lost some weight using <laughs> WW as a tool or you, you know, or counting calories or whatever it is. Right. Um, but like I did that shit you know, you did that shit. Right. Like we're going to therapy. I mean, like shout out to our therapist, but like, you know, at the end of the day, like it's, it's a tool that you're using and then they give you, um, more tools right. to use in your life every single yeah, day. Like right. Treadmill. So yeah, exactly. You so, get your ass on it. Yep, exactly. So I was going to ask you guys, what other tools do you guys use in your wellness journeys, um, to be better? Mm. <laughs> Therapy is a big one for me, for sure. Yeah. I think that everything to me roots back to that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's definitely a big one, especially I think because like you were saying, Felicia, you can't always rely on everyone in your personal life to help you through everything that you're going through. I've right. had to learn therapy. A big thing that therapy has taught me is boundaries with my family, with my friends. Um, and you need that, you know, unbiased, even though mm -hmm. what's unbiased anyway, but you know, Neutral. that unbiased third party, right. <laughs> that is not, you know, that you're not emotionally dumping on your partner or your friend or your coworker or your parent or your sibling. Um, so for sure, um, therapy has been a big one. I, w I would love to say like being active, but I, I go back and forth with that one, <laughs> getting good bouts of like, I'm going for walks. I'm like being outside, getting fresh air. And then literal months where I'm just like hmm, in my house doing nothing. <laughs> Definitely. That's, and we're all in the Midwest. So I get, I get a tool for me. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? I say exercise is a tool for me. It helps yeah. me with my mental yeah. health. It's not yeah. really about my body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do notice when I have anxiety, if I get on the treadmill and just do a pop out a couple miles, like I feel so much better when I get off. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because it channels that energy somewhere else and it distracts me. So for me, a good tool is a distraction. So a hobby, um, I've picked up baking, I've picked up learning um, the art of mastering the French macaron, which is like, Ooh. ah. <laughs> I love um, to eat them, but I couldn't make them. <laughs> yeah. Can we come over? Yeah. <laughs> we'll test them for you. Yes. Right now I have, I don't know, like seven dozen done right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my God. For a party I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's wow. fun. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't give me like, I don't feel like eating when I'm doing that. I literally am so focused on the science of it and getting it right and mastering it and making a delicious filling for it that it just you know whatever feelings I have like I'm in the zone when I'm baking I <laughs> love that is, you know counterproductive but it just works <laughs> I say I can't relate to the baking but the distractions yes I find <laughs> I find like 
I really like cleaning and like doing housework and organizing and things like that. I find those can be super useful tools to just distract myself when I'm getting into that, like bored mindset, because for me, like first thing I want to do when I'm bored is eat duh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I had another question for you guys. I just wanted to know, um, so for you, what is wellness? Like, what do you guys define your wellness as? Ooh, I would say wellness is more of, to me, like a state of mind. Um, It's not just my physical appearance because physically I don't look like anything. You know, I look like a normal person Um, and um, I don't have any like major health issues or anything like that. So I can't say like not having, you know, those kinds of things, but I would say more kind of a state of mind where I can put myself first and feel good about it. And, you know, um, just focus on, on feeling happier through the process of healthy eating, active, having an active lifestyle, having some good hobbies, having great friends, you know, like it, it's an all encompassing thing, right? Having good relationships, like all of that to me is wellness. It's a real holistic thing to me. Yeah. I definitely was going to use the word holistic too. I think wellness to me is everything. I think it really starts with really, I've learned that it starts for me with the mental for sure. It's like you said, way more than just physical and way more than just physical outward appearance and way more than just physical inward feeling. Um, A big part of my wellness journey has been kind of balance balancing, um, not just how I feel physically, like, oh, do I look hot today or whatever, but how do I feel physically internally? Do I feel energetic? Do I feel well-rested? Do I feel alert? Do I feel able to focus? Do I feel like I'm able to show up as my best self um, physically? And then also mentally, emotionally, of course, like I think wellness is finding that holistic balance of and, and balance isn't a perfect thing. Balance is just learning how to navigate what needs more or less in any given moment. So to me, wellness is really like just owning that mentality that there is some sort of, I don't know, symbiotic way <laughs> that we can move through the world every day finding some kind of balance between the mental, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, everything. Yeah. It's big. It's, it's big. I mean, people think really, it's like, you think you will lose 30 pounds and your whole life is going to get in order. And it's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) It sure won't. (laughs) I think, who did we have on here who said there is no finish line? It never stops. If you lose the weight, then you got to figure out how to maintain the weight. I mean, there's always something like there is no finish line That's yeah for sure exactly and if yeah can figure out balance please share that with me <laughs> <laughs> i have not figured that out i've been trying for 50 years i'm like i'm still trying that's the hard one you know and i think wellness changes with stages of your life where you sit in life it looks differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah, it sounds and I- like 
Um, I was just going to say real quickly, my best friend says, you never are going to have 100% balance in everything, but you can balance, you know, have 100%, some, you know, like, let's say in your career and 90% at parenting and, you know, 70% at an active lifestyle, you know, like it doesn't all have to be have to like equally, right, right. Yeah. And you talked about going through different seasons. Um, I think a big piece of wellness too, is learning to adapt through those different seasons. So often I see people get really like stuck in wishing things were the way they used to be or wishing things were different. And it's like, you're not embracing what's going on right now. And maybe you're missing out on this other piece of your wellness. That's really important. That's more important than how much you weigh or whatever. Right. Um, so it's ever changing. We got to really learn to be, I know. And I know that's difficult for everybody, like on different levels. Like I've always been a very adaptable person. So it's really easy for me to say like, Oh, just go with the flow. Cause that's just who I am. But, um, it is super helpful when you, when you don't dwell. Um, now, since you guys are listeners of the show, I want to know what's your favorite episode. Oh, that's a good one. Gah. There's a lot of them. We've been going over a year now. I like so still the tea yeah, was whatever, whatever comes like to mind, I guess. That was a good one. The tea smelling. The tea smelling like- is good. I, you know, it's, it's hard for me. I could literally ramble off a million oh, that are, that have resonated with me and also just people that I love listening, uh, talk with you and, and share their experiences with you. Um, probably cats episode the most recent one too I felt yeah. like that was it was awesome yeah that's a good one we had so much fun uh talking Great. with her again she's amazing I feel like we could have her on every week shout out to cat the cat fan club yes I really loved um Jasmine losing it um oh I love that one too we yeah. were just talking about her yeah we we're yeah. just talking about having her on again so yeah like if you follow her and if you look at like how she approaches her health and wellness it's very um realistic you know there are some people that you see their (laughs) their pages and it's just like all this like I don't know I don't want to say superficial but you know it's okay it's superficial (laughs) (laughs) it's social media it's social media yeah right that's the name of the game I like totally. that are a little less curated. Totally. Um, that you feel like that could be me. I could go to that person's yeah. house and I would make that yeah. for dinner. And I mean, I think that's the challenge as when you talked about Marlena, like just different tools, like Instagram to me in the beginning was a tool that motivated me and sort of excited me. That's clearly where I found Marlena and that's how we connected and that's how everybody's connected. But I go through these phases with it where I hate it. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, and then I love it. And then I'm like, Oh, I gotta get back on there. I need some recipes and I get excited and I'll find new people Then I hate it. Cause I'm just like, this is sucking up my energy. I'm spending all this time on a bunch of fake shit, people trying to sell me stuff. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And is any of this real? And you know, it's this really weird battle and struggle, but then I find people like Marlena, like jazz and losing it. And those kinds of pages that you follow and, and you can connect and they really do help. I think mm-hmm. motivate you and excite you about new things, but some I think, stuff on there is crazy. <laughs> I think the interesting thing that we've been kind of like circling around when it comes to tools with anything in life, but you know, in, in this weight loss or wellness 
journey, any tool, like I think the biggest perspective that I've gained and what I wish people would kind of like grab onto is that no given tool is going to be the perfect tool forever. Like you're going to go through moments and seasons where one thing resonates more or feels like it fits better with your current lifestyle or your current needs. Like we're human beings. We're not robots. We're not computers. You don't program us to do one thing and we continue to do that forever. I mean, it makes sense with social media, right? Like there are, I think everyone could relate to that. Some days you log on and you're like, oh my God, I'm so inspired. I'm, I'm going to get my ass to the gym because I really need to do that. Or, you know, I'm going to meal prep because I've been wanting to do that. And then other days you're like, I just can't deal with it. What's going on here today? And if someone, one more person sends me a message, I swear to God, I'm going to lose it. Uh, And it's the same thing with, with exercise, right? It's like, sometimes you want to walk. Sometimes you want to lift weights. Sometimes you want to do yoga. Like you can't Mm -hmm. expect one tool to be the perfect fit every day for the rest of your life. That's also not sustainable. Like it's just not a realistic perspective to have. Totally. And I think a lot of people can kind of get that expectation, especially when you are someone who like has a following or people are like following you to get inspiration. Um, people expect you to like be doing the same thing every day forever. Or like they expect things to happen so quickly. Like I've learned to like, not even talk about things that are like coming or like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Or I want to do this. Cause then it's like, people straight up like check up on you and they're like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. It? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> are, you, are you checking on me? Um, but yeah, social media can be re- through you. Yeah. Yeah. It could be really weird like that sometimes. So it is like some days I'm like, I, uh, most days I really love this page and community that I've created. Um, but sometimes it's just like, Oh, fucking hate it here. Right. I mean, and I don't, you have a lot of followers, so it's a whole different level, but like, to your point, people do evolve and you, you, you evolve, you know what I mean? And we so, should evolve, you know, I mean, so at some point what worked for you a year ago, isn't going to work for you. And what you got out of something like on social media, cause it was new, exciting is now I don't need to see some post the same meal for the 450th time. You know what I mean? It's right. oh, okay that you move on from that, but it's this weird of like, should I, can I move on from it? Like, it's a really weird. Yeah. And also or- there's no guilt in going back to something too. Like there's, right. no, yes. there's, no, there's no formula. Like it doesn't mean that, you know, literally like with exercise, like I said, it's like some days you feel like you just want to go for a walk and right. other days you feel like you want to, you know, do some high cardio something. Other days you want to weight lift. And it doesn't mean that if you go, you know, you're in a season of, always weightlifting and then one day you wake up and you're like you know what I just want to walk again like it doesn't mean that you can't go back to what you were doing before that's not failure that's literally just what you need in the moment that's always it's the same thing with food right I was talking about this the other day like you know you just you get hooked on one specific thing like oh I'm meal and I just keep eating it on repeat over and over and over again and then one day you wake up and you're like if I have to eat that food you're like nope that was That was me with egg salad sandwiches, probably this time last year, every day I had the same egg salad sandwich with an apple on the side. And it was like every day for months. And literally one day I was like, I can't fucking eat this anymore. And I just, I have not had one since Yeah, I have like three jars of the, the, um, 
the Trader Joe's, like they have like a special, like yeah, one of their, yeah, one of their special mustards. I bought like yeah. five of them because I was like, this is the only one that tastes good. Yeah. And yeah. they're still sitting in my cupboard. Yeah. And then you know what? Like maybe a year from now, maybe six months from now, maybe a week from now, you're going to wake up and be like, a motherfucking egg salad so sounds so amazing. good today. <laughs> and that doesn't actually, this, it does kind of sound good now that it I'm does, now that you say that, dude. I'm going to eat it for breakfast tomorrow. I think the goofiest thing about that is like, we don't put qualifiers or judgments on certain things like that. Like we wouldn't consider ourselves a failure if we decided one day that we want an egg salad sandwich again. You just want it again. It's just something that sounds good. Like that's part of being a human. It's part of evolving, changing, growing. You go back and you go forth. Again, progress isn't linear. Like all that stuff is connected. So when it comes to any tool, whether that's Instagram or exercise or, you know, Weight Watchers or whatever it is, like we're going to ebb and flow and go back and forth to things. And that is literally part of the process. Definitely. And I, I do find it, um, like specifically, I guess with the WW, right. When you're on WW, like you're so accepted by that community. And then the second you leave, it's like, you're shunned forever. You lose a thousand followers and people are like, you're trash. You don't know anything. And it's, yeah, the, the, the stand dub dub culture is wild. Like, yeah, it's a very, it has a very cult following. It's very interesting yeah. um, to see that evolution over the last like three or four years, how everything happened. There were ambassadors. It was like, I'm, oh, look at this cute package that came from WW. Look at this picnic. Look at this sweater. And then boom, you know, like the reality started to set in. There's hey, there's racism in the country. Like, what are we going to do about that? And it what was a like, shock. Yeah, like we're gonna talk about that. Like this is a weight loss page. I don't want to talk about that. Like the whole, it got real interesting to see everyone's take on things over the last couple of years, and to see how some people evolved and some people completely like shut their page down or mm-hmm. you know took a break. And left and came but do back. you like? Yeah, do you like how they all all those people that I noticed like disappeared last June? just came back because WW put out a new program and now they're like selling their followers this new program. And I'm like, wait a second. What the fuck? Yeah. It's been really interesting to see. Yeah, weight loss and wellness Instagram was a very interesting place to be in over the last two years, (laughs) for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely learned pretty, uh, pretty quickly. I usually have a pretty good intuition about these things, but uh, <laughs> is yeah, it was very interesting to see. Uh, yeah, how, how, who got real quiet and uh, who got real performative, and yeah, just everything. It's like, um, yeah, seeing seeing how humans, how how their uh, behaviors play out. Um, specifically with this is it's very interesting. Yeah. And the clicks that have formed and yeah, it's just, yeah. um, almost reminds me of high school in a lot yeah, of ways. Too. Like high school. I'm not surprised by any of that. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, there was no shock at all. Definitely not. Um, this has been so much fun. Um, I want to know if you guys have any questions for us. No, I have questions. I, just I mean, <laughs> you guys can ask us anything. 
podcast or non-podcast related, I suppose. When's the uh, retreat? <laughs> <laughs> when do you want to come to Minnesota? Yeah, gonna... the, the question oh, listeners want to know. Honestly, um, hopefully in 2022, but you know, it's like with travel and, travel and COVID and, and COVID, like... now we have another variant going around. Omicron. It's just, Omicron's yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little difficult, but we will, we will definitely uh, be we'll doing our best to make it happen small. in 2022. I yeah. think we will start with something small at least. Yeah. So if anybody else is wondering, we're working on it. Uh, we did try to set something up through Trova, Trova trip. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Um, they did not pick us. They picked other influencers. Whatever. We're not, cool. we're not cool. We're not cool. We don't need them. Oh, you don't them. <laughs> yeah. So now we got to plan something ourselves. Okay. But so we are, we're, yeah, it was actually my goal for 2021. One of my major goals for 2021. And it just, it didn't happen. We just don't want to plan something that costs people bajillions of dollars and that they're, you know what I mean? And they cancel, you can't yeah. get your money back. And we just want to be thoughtful about that. Yeah. And also thoughtful about, you know, people's safety and health and mm-hmm. all those things. Yeah. Cause this is a wellness podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I guess well, if I had um, any questions, I, this this is for everyone. Yeah. I'm just kind of thinking like, since we're at the end of the year, like what are some things that you're thinking about, whether it's goals or just like manifesting or things that you're working on, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically for the end of the year and for the beginning of the new year too. And that's to everyone. I love that. Um, I am manifesting a new home. We just sold our home. We're moving out in two weeks and we do have somewhere to go, like somewhere to stay, but we don't have a new home yet. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely manifesting us finding the perfect home slash land, um, and just more, um, wellness for real. Uh, it's a big goal of mine to grow this podcast into an overall brand. Um, so yeah, those are, those are the two major things I'm real focused on right now. Felicia next. Um, so for me, I think I'm like with Marlena, just working on the brand a bit. And then on my, I own my own business as well. And just really manifesting for me for that to continue to be a success. I, it was very hard with COVID and I kind of have had a comeback, but it's been pretty crazy. So I've been really manifesting growing that business and just growth and a bigger team and just focusing on that and then getting through the 75 hard that is um part of my goal for the end of the year just to complete it and um it's something that I'm really proud of that I've done it I didn't think I could not drink or do something. what day are you on what day are you on right now I am I think I'm at like close to 60 because it's mid to end of December is when I'll be done so yeah. So I I'm trying not to focus on the day. Cause I feel like I'll get like that 21 day. I got 19 day. I'll get just crazy about it. So I'm just trying to pretend like, like you just one day at a there. time. You're just, yeah, I'm just one doing day. it like it's my normal and I'm not in challenge. Um, but for me, I think I want to continue to challenge myself, um, physically like in, in that way, I think this has really helped me mentally. Like they always say 21 days, 
creates a habit not for me like 21 days I give up after day 22 so I mean I feel like doing something this long I really will take away some things from this that will continue for me and so I want to continue that into 2022 yeah uh 2022 for me I'm manifesting that it's going to be the year of me and that means getting my certification um to be a certified public accountant I've been in accounting for a long time and I just want to take my career to the next level um and just be a little more selfish um and I think you know as women we're kind of like society family you know old traditions tell us that we can't put ourselves first but I say why not and why not now so that's what I'll be focusing on in the next year is to grow myself in every way possible great love that how about you Elizabeth I know you asked you asked the question but so the rest of this year, next year looking like for you, what are you, what are you manifesting? Yeah, I am just manifesting a lot of, a lot of positivity, I think, especially around my own healing, like with my mental and emotional self. Um, it's been a very, very uh, transformative last like year and a half for me I think not just with my weight loss but with a lot of just things in my personal life too and um, I think it's all really coming to a head for me um, that I've, I've been realizing lately so I've, I've spent the first couple years of my 30s really like diving headfirst into life and just having a real like lust for life and saying yes to literally everything and I think that has been so great but I'm really manifesting like reining that in and saying yes to the right things and really like choosing my peace and, you know, figuring out what that looks like. Cause I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a big one for me. Girl, you look like you're 19, but your skin, <laughs> she does. She looks so young. It's <laughs> glowing. That's what happens when you're actively anti-racist. Is- <laughs> Yes. Yes. It has anti-aging effects. We all look young. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, ladies, on our first listener episode. If you want to join us and share your story with us, uh, you can actually email us at wellnessforrealpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us voice messages on Anchor as well if you guys have any questions or want to share your story with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Well, thank you again, ladies. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.